0: Live from Las Vegas, sports talk, hot takes, and all of the bangers Lindsey Brown and Adrian Hernandez, the Playmakers.
1: <laughs> Another day at the Sonic Salt Mines. Welcome back to your favorite sports program here in the Las Vegas area, the Playmakers. Yes. We made it once again out of the abyss. Congratulations, Adrian Hernandez. Thank you. It
2: feels like a Friday, but it is indeed a Thursday. Yeah,
1: these short weeks, <laughs> I swear, they feel longer than the regular ones. Yeah,
2: every everything is happening, but nothing is happening. But again, everything is happening. Good to be back. Battling a little bit of the sniffles.
1: You have the sniffles as well. I have a little bit of a, of a scratch to the throat, but I think it's because I was just... On such a level last night, and we're not going to get qu- quite into that experience because we had a couple of minutes to, you know, shoot the S and then kind of preview our show here. Yeah. But you're, you're not feeling totally 100%? Well,
2: I-, I didn't listen to my grandma. She always said when you go into them theaters to see them moving pictures, always bring a jacket. Facts. And I didn't bring a jacket to the cinemas. I just had my popcorn uh-huh. and it was a little chilly and I think I woke up and I'm not going to withdraw like Rafael Nadal but whoa, obviously he's whoa, dude, he's dealing with a lot he more has a injuries. Hernia, okay. Yes, I'm just dealing with the sniffles but we're battling through Lindsay. No other place in the world I'd rather be Ugh, than with you. My
1: goodness. Here. I thank you. I also extend the same <laughs> feelings and uh, warmth to you my friend. Uh it's been quite a 24 hours. I think I've driven up and down or at least through too many parking garages on the Las Vegas strip for someone who lives here but that's okay because we got special guests in town.
2: Lindsay's host Lindsay this week. Now, well,
1: I'm trying to be a good ambassador because you know we're it's not just us here on the playmakers in terms of what the family is for for the Bet1140 for the grander BetQL network for for everything because Trista Cricks in town. Like, she's here in Las Vegas.
2: Our Odyssey Sports Insider? Yeah. I mean, she bum, wasn't on bum, our bum, show bum, bum. on
1: Tuesday. She had to take a little bit of a of a detour to make sure she had uh, all of her stuff to get ready to come here. But, I mean, we went to the Aces game last night. Popping Pop it. We went to half an Aces game last night. Because, oh. it. let's just say, traveling isn't what it used to be, people's.
2: And you know what I just realized? What? With you saying that you're going to be the host and with everyone in town for mm-hmm. everything that's going on, I'm more thankful to be a father for some of these things. I'm like, I got that. I got a kid. I gotta yeah, go home. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I Lindsay can't have- do it. <laughs> you do have a cat though. Yeah. You're like, I need to watch her. I'll be back. Yeah. But you get you you're gonna have to take care of most of those responsibilities. I'm yeah. not too mad about that.
1: I'm sure she could probably find her way around our, our fine town just the the same without me, but it was a, a really good experience last night and we might as well just get right into it and stop let's, dancing around it. Let's do it's
0: it. It's time for the can opener. Open it
1: up. Um A half with the Las Vegas Aces. I'm not saying we're bad luck. I think it just depends on whose luck you're trying to uh, elicit, right? Because last night, your Las Vegas Aces toppled at home. Second straight loss. Only twice this season have they suffered two losses in a row. 116-107 at the hands of the New York Liberty. Nice up-and-coming young team. And let me tell you, we have some insight. And I was like... You know, watching a watching a basketball game with the with the preeminent NBA insider Trista Crick is an experience. People, I gotta say, I gotta say, like just the amount of information that I was taking in, and just that one half of basketball because her plane was late, you know, landing in, and then it took yeah, a while to get oh, the bags okay. and everything else, and then we valeted and. Um, oh,
2: wait, whoa, 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 oh, whoa, 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 uh, Yeah. Here's the first one. We're we
1: going to get that. I'm so fancy. Badass Brown? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, exactly. K Plum. We needed a little, we needed a couple more threes to fall last night, but sometimes that's the way the cookie crumbles. But yeah, it was just kind of like a weird bit because I picked her up and we drove to Aria and to like basically just drop her stuff off and Check all that other and stuff. Everything. And we're like, well, we'll valet it just to make this efficient. And then we'll take the car to uh, the game. Called for the valet. Tammy the trailblazer is literally first car out of the garage, like right here. And we waited for like 15 minutes for the valet to return. They didn't return.
2: They were enamored with Tammy.
1: No, I, they were doing something. And they so we ended up having to take too. a cab. And in between that too, like we were walking out of Aria. Never have I been touched on the strip. I, I We had an incident last night. This absolutely schnookered dude. Tall, skinny, white guy covered in blood. Whoa. whoa, Covered, covered in blood. And this is where, this is where the social cue problem really, this is where it's very apparent to me because Tristan was very smart. She started to drop back because this guy came up and started talking to us and she dropped back. I keep walking with this guy because, and it took me about probably 10, 15 seconds, you know, as he's I'm just like trying not to make eye contact. And I look over and he has blood. He's like bleeding from his hand. It's all (laughs) over him.
2: What you guys think about that Baker trade? No,
1: literally, and he said some very unpleasant things, and then he literally grabbed me, and then I had to go like talk to security. I was like, "Hey, can you like get this guy uh, uh, over here? Like e- a huge problem." But the but the social cue part, I'm like, "Why would I not drop back? Why? What, what was I? What's going through through my spicy brain right now? I want to get the guy some help
2: because of the blood. It's literally. Really the blood that I'm like, that's
1: that's what gets me into trouble is trying to be a nice person." I'm like, it's it's a hundred percent true because I, I just think about all these instances where people are like why were you talking to that person why are you doing that? I'm like I don't know I was just walking with them and in my brain I feel like it's if I stop that that's a bigger threat than if I just go along with what they're doing but clearly I don't think that's actually what needs to be done.
2: Did security kind of handle the situation? Kind with this of. Guy? He
1: literally like walked up to the cab part where you know they have like the the little ropes to you know corral you and yeah. he like tripped over them and then all Good of a sudden Lord. he was like gone um yeah that wasn't super fun
2: vegas summer vibes yeah he's like they, and you're
1: like he touched him like yeah of course he did it's vegas it's i'm like technically i could i could say assault but you know i'm not going to because he was too drunk and bleeding
2: the blood part is what has me tripping why yeah, why walking not I on of the fancy from hotels his, from his hand
1: yeah yeah and he had it all over his clothes because he was just like he couldn't walk straight
2: Oh, geez! Yeah,
1: it wasn't ideal. It wasn't ideal. On a
2: Wednesday night, my guy, around 7 p.m.?
1: Apparently, that's the time to get lit. We don't have (laughs) clocks anywhere. We made up time. Time is a social construct. We made it up for trains. But eventually, we made our way to Michelob Ultra Arena. And it was about mm, eight minutes left in the third quarter. And the Aces are up by, like, ten points, right?
2: So, second half. Okay. I like this.
1: And, um, you know, we, we don't really have any context of what went on in the first half, because apparently we saw a a historical performance last night from Sabrina Ionescu, who had, uh, I think, the WNBA's first triple-double with 30 points or something like that.
2: Yeah, she had like 31, 10, and Ridiculous. 13. Ridiculous. <laughs> we I mean, walked in, only...
1: and, t- and Tris is like, we need to get her the rock. She's not getting the rock enough. <laughs> and little did we know she was like six for seven for threes. I'm like, that's all. She was the only person who had the rock in the first half.
2: Well, obviously, it was a high-scoring game because, like I yeah. said, it was 116 to 107. The, the Aces and the Liberty, by the way, teamed up for history, too, because in the first half, 23s combined by both teams. That's oh, yeah in NBA history, we in missed WNBA that Rainforest Cafe,
1: half. did we? Yes, of you missed threes. the
2: Rainforest the, the parade of
1: threes. High Seriously. scoring. So like I said, at the beginning of the third quarter, Aces get a get a little bit of a 10-point lead, and then all of a sudden, Liberty start to go on a little bit run, run of their own, and there's kind of a trade back and forth. But the fourth quarter is where this game was won. And there is a secret weapon that came into this game. Han Zo, I wrote in this prep, is an absolute menace. This gal, get this girl a deal, guys. Like, she's going to be super legit. She's damn near seven feet tall. She can move. She's the first one up the court after the basket scored on them. And the aces have nobody to cover somebody that big, right? Yeah. And so at that point, you probably have to at least put a double team pressure, and then she was able to dump it off to, you know, somebody in the underneath, and they were able to go in for layups. And then also, you know, we're trading runs back and forth. All of a sudden, our threes stop falling. All, most of our shots stopped falling. Asia Wilson getting to the line is really the the only points that they were able to scrounge up in probably like the last 10, eight minutes of that fourth quarter. Asia had a, a great game herself, 29 points, nine rebounds, uh, seven of those defensively and four assists, but it just wasn't enough. And at that point, like I was starting to notice, you know, you have that deficit and Hanzu literally was like eight for eight. In the fourth quarter, I was like, Tristan, look up how many minutes this woman is playing because, honestly, they're, they're not utilizing her enough. She is a bucket, an absolute bucket.
2: 22 years old, by the way. Every
1: damn time she put that ball up, just
2: Do you want poof. the box score? Yeah, I,
1: I, if you, you could probably read it better than me.
2: Listen, at age 22, and like you said, she just played 20 minutes. This is mm-hmm. what she put up. 24 points on 11 for 12 shooting, 2 for 2 for 3, 8 rebounds, 3 assists, no turnovers, Age 22 once again.
1: Yep. And like I said, damn near seven feet tall. And she was wearing mismatched Kyrie's, which I'm told is a very cool shoe.
2: Well, I guess, wait a minute, the drip doctor will be the judge Facts. of that tomorrow. But
1: seriously though, like, cause you know, when you see bigger, bigger players, like you don't always assume that they're going to be the, the most fleet of foot or that they're going to be, have that like quick twitch lateral quickness. She, she can move
2: the futures and, and she
1: doesn't get like bumped off very easily a, a, as well. But there's also, you know, you're playing against a team that is clearly starting to go down the drain, at least in that game. And you're riding that momentum and you're able to kind of, use that not to just get buckets but to physically impose yourself over people and you just can, can kind of see a little bit of a letdown and that's where I'm I I'm concerned about the aces in terms of the green light for all the threes and I know like some some nights it's just they're not going to fall but when you keep going back to it and back to it and back to it and it's just brick 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 you're not only missing those points there's also a drain to just your overall morale and stuff right
2: yeah absolutely and the energy level because yeah. You're having to run up and down the court, and the game's being dictated by the other team. And it was after the game, some of the Liberty people said, and I don't know if this is a cause for concern, but basically they said, look, we, we weren't worried about scoring because we know just because of the pace and how the Aces play that the scoring's going to be high because that's that's how they right. want it to they're be. they're trying
1: to get you up and down the floor.
2: And to be fair to the Aces, the schedule has been super tough. Uh, there has been a couple injuries and mm-hmm. and people in and out of the lineup. They're 2-5. Two, they're two and five. Over the last three weeks. Yeah. Thankfully, you know, the All-Star break is here because that was the last game. But we have the like all of
1: our players in the All-Star break.
2: Yeah, and also like that Lynx loss. Yeah. 31 points is concerning.
1: Well, we, stopped, we spotted them 13 to start that game.
2: Exactly. And we started super on fire. New coach. This is all the Adversity. ebbs and flows yep. of a team. So there's a little bit of, of concern, but it shouldn't be blown up. Since we're talking about no. the WNBA, can I can I go off on the league real quick?
1: Absolutely.
2: And I don't want to go full some of the sentiments you have towards the NHL and how they handle things. So, like I said, the All-Star break's coming up. All-Star game's going to be in Chicago. They just announced they're bringing back the three-point contest. They're bringing back their Saturday, all their events. Sure. Because they, pandemic, they just had the game. Yep. They announced it. Kelsey Plum will be in the three-point contest. It's going to be awesome. I don't understand They're having these competitions closed off to the fans. They're not letting the fans be in there. They're literally hosting a watch party for fans in Chicago to be able to watch. But the but it's going to be in like the practice facility within just the the players. What's going on with that?
1: Where are they playing the All Star game? Is it in the uh, United Center?
2: Uh, not the United Center. The Chicago Sky. I don't remember the arena. All Star game. Hold on, because that 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 literally could
1: be a schedule conflict, and that's where it's just like you're talking about this too of just. There's a reason why Brittany Ryder has to go overseas and play, right? It's because yeah. they don't get paid enough money to actually just stay here and stay yeah. uh, stateside. And, and 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 similarly, you could probably use the same logic of just being like, well, you're not first in the pecking order.
2: And, it, it was, it, and Wim it's Chester funny. Winchester Arena. I'm going to look up the uh, schedule. Allie Quigley, who, who is the hometown hero, literally in the press, press release that they released talking about that this is going to be back and the three-point contest is back and everything – She's quoted in the second paragraph of the press release talking about she can't wait because she's from Chicago to be able to perform for her hometown fans. And this press release ends with this is a closed off event to the public. And it's like, are you guys concerned about coming out with press releases or doing things that are beneficial to the league? Because to me, I don't know how everyone else feels when it comes to all star games and things like that. It's always the Home Run Derby and the Slam Dunk Contest yeah. and all these other events that really get me excited. And that's really what I want to watch in comparison to the exhibition game. And it's like this is a small thing that can allow fans to grow and to love. And just it. this should be a huge opportunity. Chicago loves the sky.
1: Well, I don't see any schedule conflict on the WintrustArena.com, but then that makes me think maybe they didn't sell enough tickets. For, the, or, for that and so they just say we're not going to open it up which to me they got to do whatever seem, they can do right
2: even if they have to do free which i highly doubt but you the also have hurt. to pay
1: people to go in there run the security run the concessions all of that stuff and we know that there's not a lot of breathing room in terms of like your your windfall right is that yeah. the right term
2: true and i'll give them the benefit of the doubt but sometimes huh. i saw i saw this tweet and it said Uh, it kind of ends, and it's like, sometimes I wonder if the people running this league actually care about anything besides putting out a press release. and
1: Or just doing it for the gram. Because we've had that conversation, too, when uh, in the offseason we were talking about the plane stuff and the New York Liberty getting fined. Like, Wasn't it like half a million dollars or a million dollars? Yeah. Because not everybody in the league wants to actually invest. They just want to maintain this.
2: Or, like, okay, if we're not at that level then, like if Asia Wilson has to worry about giving a hardcore fan that is in tears because Mm -hmm. Asia Wilson is her hero and she recognizes it and she wants to make a moment for a fan. And she has to wonder, if I give this jersey, am I going to have one for the next game? Mm -hmm. We shouldn't even be talking about having some of these events or doing some of these other things just so that we could say that we're on the same level for others. You need to take – it's like buying a house and having nothing in the fridge. So it's just one of these things that's like kind of frustrating because – this is a great product. That game yesterday, dude. It was the it was the game of the night in sports because of the talent, and everyone was here because the the entire basketball universe is here in Las Vegas. It was
1: a great basketball game. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like people who know the sport and are fans of the sport, you don't see the gender dynamics of it, and that's where it's like sometimes you almost you can't you can't put that to the side because it's ever present. But sometimes you just want it to be like. We're just balling out here, and the product has been like that, and and that's the thing. It, you're absolutely right because we've had this conversation so many times about what's actually holding this league back itself, and not everybody being on board. So if if like the ownership isn't all on board, then we got to find some people that are willing to actually have the same type of mentalities that Mark Davis has, right?
2: Yeah, no. That we're gonna facts. go
1: out, we're gonna we're gonna invest in this product. I'm gonna go out and get Becky Ham and I'm gonna pay her a ton of money, and and we're gonna push the envelope. And ultimately that's and, – and the WNBA has been at the tip of the spear for, for all of women's professional sports with that. And for all the success that they've had, like you've, like you've been saying, there's still so many anchors that, that's really limiting the, the spread of this game, the popularity, and the profitability – Right? Just to loop back. Why are people playing overseas?
2: It's like, why why are we trying to play like the Kansas City Chiefs going for 80-yard bombs? Let's get a first down.
1: Yeah. You know what I mean? Let's get a first down. If
2: we we have to do that, that is okay. As long as progress is being made step by step. I also want to bring up, because we got knee deep into this, because we're passionate.
1: Yeah. Well, Zhu, we had to talk about her. She's Um, unbelievable.
2: uh, Coming up, we've been doing it all week long. We got tickets to go see. (gasps) Sal Volcano. Yes, he'll be in the building July fifteenth at the theater at Virgin theater. Hotel Las Vegas. Yes, we'll give out your tickets here at four fifteen. That'll lead up to speaking of females, another historic day in Las Vegas with these Las Vegas Raiders. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just hired. Speaking of Mark Davis, what, by the way, was he there?
1: Yeah, he was there last night. Yeah, courtside.
2: Uh, awesome. As he I could have, th- if we
1: had a pop, if I had a pop to throw, I could have but we got there too late so we didn't get any concessions. Did you bark at Kelsey Plum? No, because we were down and she was I didn't want to interrupt You're the flow. The- <laughs> I cheered though. Like I cheered. I'm going like, "You go, Chelsea. You go."
2: But uh the Raiders uh hired Sandra Douglas Morgan becoming the new president of the Las Vegas Raiders and making NFL history as the first African-American woman to hold that position. In the modern NFL era, which means we need to check in with Scott Goldbranson. He'll be joining us here at 420. So, 415, we got your tickets. Sal Volcano. Yes. And Scott's joining us here coming up as well.
1: My goodness. Just an absolute robust program that we have for each and every one of you. A quick two hours, a hot lap around the world in sports and other things. Up next, well, that NHL draft is kicking off tonight and things are popping off. 11-4 to the bet.